0: everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WizWit Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Drew, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, well, just the one, Kush.
1: Uh, do you know they have an all-pink Starburst pack?
0: Yes. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, now, uh, we, we do have some guests. We'll get to them in a second. Uh, unfortunately, Devin couldn't be with us this uh, week, um, but for good reasons, he had a little baby boy, so good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations uh, to Devin and his wife. Um, although if you paid attention to the pod Twitter, um, we, we think Grady has some explaining to do. Um, but as I mentioned, we do have some guests with us um, to kind of fill the void uh, with us. Our guest from last week, uh, Dalt, is back.
2: What's up, guys?
0: Hey. And uh, a guest we've had on before, uh, Polly making a comeback. woo And the air horn is our fifth guest. As <laughs> as it has made a uh, a triumphant um well I guess it's not a return it's just it's here it's a debut triumphant debut. <laughs> formal <laughs> name, <horny. laughs> the formal name is the horn the hornster, uh the horn dog. So uh, since we've last been together, um there's been an off season guys, uh, and it was uh, it was something, it was uh it was something. Um, when we were recording last, that was the, the True Bitch raid, um, so it's been a, been a bit since we've been together. Um, so, boys, I want to to talk about what the Flyers did, um, and in particular, I want to I talk about why those moves were upgrades. And if we don't pay attention to the rest of the division, everything works out fine,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, you know, just don't pay attention to the rest of the league. The Flyers are the best team.
0: Exactly.
2: You say upgrades... <laughs> You went from like a C we'll minus to a C plus. Is that what you're saying? An upgrade's an upgrade,
0: dog.
1: No, a C minus to a C. Eh, C <laughs> yeah, debatably. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Thank you.
0: so I, I don't remember what we talked about in the last pod because it's been a little while, but we did trade for the rights of Kevin Hayes, and then we would later sign uh, Kevin Hayes to a seven-year, seven point one four two million dollar contract. Now we have our two C, which is great. However, that is a large contract for a man who is what what was his what was his totals like 50 something points
1: it was no more than like 50 i think it was 56 maybe 58 i don't know for sure Uh, but it was in the 50s did not peak 60
0: um how how about it didn't peak 50 49 was his his most points and that was in 2016 17 with the rangers exactly of course that was under elaine vignot though wow Oh I no! Had 50 no. Some yeah, he year. he had 55 last year. Yeah. See, the problem is is that Laundry, that yeah. cap friendly listed as with the Rangers he had 42 points and then with the Jets he had 13. So okay, he had 55. 15. I lied. Don't don't listen to me. Um, so thoughts on on that other than filling the need of a two C. I want to talk specifically I mean, about the contract. I think
1: it'll be fine for the next couple years because you have a lot of young guys. I mean, yes, a couple of them still need to be re-signed. But you have, you know, your goalie on a super cheap contract mm-hmm. because he's, he still has two years left on that, right? Yep. You burned through the first one. You do have year. to
0: sign Patrick next year.
1: Yeah, and you could still get those players on relatively cheaper deals, depending, you know, on how well Patrick does this year, um, yeah. compared to what they'd get as a UFA. But I mean, I think this deal will be fine for like the next two or three years. I think after that's where it starts to get a little bit messy. That's when you have to start making bigger moves, losing some bigger pieces because you locked down Hayes for seven years with a modified no-trade clause. That's correct. Yeah. 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 So, I I don't know. It's a weird contract. I like the move because it gets us an upgrade at a position we needed an upgrade, but it could hurt us in a couple years.
0: Yeah, it's a 12-team no-trade list. And then it's a no move, It's a full no-movement move movement clause for the first uh, three years of the contract, and then it's a modified no-trade clause I think, for the rest I of the I think,
1: he, from what I understand, he worked that in there. Be, I don't know if the modified protects you from going in the expansion drift. Maybe that's why they did the full.
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm not too sure about how that
1: I works, but I'd, I'd have to assume maybe that's why they did the full for the first three years.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Don't know for sure. Uh, what do what do you other you two guys? What are your thoughts,
2: Paul? You can go first.
3: Um, I mean, I like Kevin Hayes, but uh, I'm not sure about the contract yet because I, they say he's barely gotten 20 goals in a year, and yeah, I want a scorer, and that's something the Flyers need. But I guess you're asking about the the contract. I I you guys said you know down the line it might not be a big issue until the ass end of his years when we got to sign all these young guys. But I mean, I'm, I'm all for it now. Well, you know, the, the let, biggest let's, thing, let's, let's, let's see what he's got and see how he does first two or three years. And then there might be a market for him after. I, I, I don't know.
0: I think the, the biggest thing is like, he may not be worth that money now, but he could be in year two, three, four, five. five. He, hell, he could be that. He could be worth that money this year.
3: Coming up. In, yeah, I mean, in I think... no way is this a Sean Couturier signing. You know, no. he is well above his pay grade. I, I, I rear the day that we have to re-sign him.
1: Well, yeah. Couturier, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he's only got what two years left, maybe three.
3: Three, I think.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a scary contract. Yeah. But thank God we have Coots for you know.
0: Yeah, he signed uh, through the 20... next three years. He's signed through twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. So. Yeah, so it's coming same up. with uh, Claude Giroux. We have to actually sign them both the same year.
1: I feel like Quadri could probably get cheaper if you do, if you know they do re-sign him because he um, he'll He'll be be thirty-four
0: at that that
1: time. Yeah. I guess since the cap's going up, you could probably get him if he's still producing for around the same that he is now. I wouldn't see him taking more money than he's making now.
0: If there's no lockout, um, your
2: Thoughts? Uh, It's. I don't know. I understand you have the. You have to spend money for a goal scorer, which even points. I mean, I get it, but I don't know. It's it's not the move everybody really wanted them to make, but well, speak for yourself. They they made a move, like they. Yeah, I, I think that's compare it to the rest of the, the metros.
0: We're teams, not talking about them yet.
2: I'm just saying <laughs> when you compare it, we're not. It's. <laughs> we're not really. <clears throat> we're not there. We're putting our we're putting our but, blinders oh, on. Right if now. if
0: you don't compare
1: it, then the Flyers are amazing cuz you can't compare them to any other teams no, right just, now.
0: <laughs> just we're just looking at the moves in in a little shelter right now. Is
2: our team upgraded with Kevin Hayes? Yes. Definitely. Like yes. Yes, that's, yes. That's, that's absolutely. absolutely. That's he was fact. the
0: best 2C to get on the market and the Flyers went out and got him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I would yeah. 7 million million a year? 7.1 a year? A little high, but I, like you guys are saying, though, I don't think it's really gonna come back and bite you that hard. I
0: don't think James and Reams likes worth seven million dollars a year yet. Here he is. God
2: no, I'm actually looking at, I'm looking at that right now. And it's,
0: ugh. so yeah.
1: Well, that, that's what you have. You have two guys that are making more, and both were free. Well, you know, one was a restricted free agent, or no? Was he? Was Kevin Hayes coming up on the UFA? He was an RFA. He was he RFA. was gonna be
0: UFA. Oh yeah, no he was. He's 27. He was be UFA. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you you had
1: him that was you know basically a UFA, and you had JVR which was a UFA. You do have to pay for for unrestricted free agents. Uh, you do have yeah. to shell out more money. Yeah. Um But it's how you manage that. And Kevin Hayes, I mean, will he be worth seven throughout his entire contract? He's got the potential. Maybe not. But if he can if he can be a guy that's worth Five and a half to six mil. I don't care about paying the extra mil. I mean, it's I'd awesome. rather use it. I'd rather use that extra money on a guy like Hayes than pay somebody like Dale Wease or oh pay <laughs> yeah, or <just> pay <laughs> Yori Laterra. Later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd rather be using that money for a actual good hockey player, even if it's kind of an overpayment, than two bad ones.
2: Also, we're only overpaying, I think, for the next maybe two years. You got to, I mean, salary cap goes up every year. There's definitely going to be
0: contracts are on the rise.
2: Yeah, contracts are hugely on the rise. So I think we're complaining and moaning right now that stuff. It seems like a high number, seven million. Well, if
0: you do look at like the other big signings, like everybody's making at least seven million. Like the really big guys.
2: Yeah, yeah. If you're a legitimate name, yeah. yeah. Well, Bob, yeah
0: panarin
1: you have to kind uh, of like gauge the situation too i'm sure we'll talk about this later but some of these other guys that got signed for maybe a round or a little bit more than case hayes got signed mm -hmm. they've all had different situations as to why they signed that much with those teams and
0: and i'm gonna we're gonna talk about that specifically with Duchesne because i do have like very important things to say about that Um, i think i think we covered kevin hayes pretty well um Best addition to Flyers could have made for the 2C. Um, maybe an overpayment, maybe not. Only time will tell. Um, I think we talked about this trade, but we're going to bring it up again. Uh, Gudis to Washington for Matt Niskanen. Um, yeah, can
2: we talk about it?
0: Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do but we need to? <laughs> I mean, it, it's an upgrade over Andy McDonald.
2: Um, Is it worth sure. 5.7, though? It's only <laughs> two years.
0: I mean the term I mean
1: that's fine I mean it's 2 years it's not It's, it's two, not the term is was, was never what I was concerned about with getting Niskanen or Braun or whatever it was more or the it was more of the fact that do, do they make this team a significantly better team I don't think so I think they make them a slightly better team and I, th- I yeah, think that's probably great
0: I think and over that... time over the season Matt Niskanen will be a, a better uh, let, let me put it this way: yeah, as a package, Niskanen and Braun will be a better package over McDonald and Gudis.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's. true, sure you're
0: right, but oh, like, come on.
1: But you're also having you're getting better goaltending this year, which is great. So yeah, you're getting a slightly better team with a better netminder. So realistically, the Flyers should should be a have game. a better season. Yeah, they should yeah. be at least a a wild card. We say this every year, but they should They're be a wild card, wild card team.
2: <laughs> And before, if because the we've already... History repeats itself. They have, for the past seven years, they've been out the first round or don't make the playoffs for the past seven years. So, you, know what the, uh, you know what,
1: I, I, I actually looked this, looked this up the other day, but the last time the Flyers were in second place in the Metro, I forget the exact year, but I think it was like 2005. They've had a year after that that they came in first, but it was one year after that that they came in first. They never came in second since 2005, and then after that it's either third wild card or completely miss. So they've been middling for a while.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like 2005 is a little too long ago, but I'm, I'm going to keep you looking would think. at that. Yeah. I'm going to keep looking at that. You guys, uh, actually, the, let me, other... let me
1: go back through my tweets. Cause I did look this up when I, tu- I tweeted it to Andy. Cause he actually asked that question and I looked it up and I have What's the exact, I think it was, I already have the 05
0: well, season. no, we're, we're gonna we're gonna what? we're gonna let you and Polly talk about Matt Niskanen while we look this up.
1: It was 5 it was 05, 06. That's, That's yeah. That's the last time they finished uh, second? Yep. Devils
0: finished first.
3: Nice. So Matt Niskanen, well, there's tw- okay. Hang on. Wrong with 2010, this. 2011 oh.
0: they finished first in the division. I, I yeah, I know
1: they finished first once after that, but he specifically asked about second place. First, they finished first once after that. And then, other than that, they've been third wild card or missed the playoffs every year.
0: NHL.com just broke for me. Okay, probably go.
3: Probably go. Uh So, I guess Matt Niskanen. did. Yeah him. yeah, him. He's a good leader for young guys, they're saying. And I, one thing that it stuck out to me is his term. He's got two years left. If he doesn't work out, that's kind of freed up cap and that's good timing for Carter Hart I'm not saying he's going to get 5.75 or whatever Niskanen's is but at least that's money freed up at the same time that Carter Hart is due for contract yeah
1: I'll say that, that at least with these moves you are you know we were talking earlier about Hayes getting more money and you know maybe in two three years you're kind of worried about okay yeah, you What be a little You. What you yeah, you're, yeah, you'll be a little handcuffed. You'll have that money coming off, which is good. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Niskanen thing, uh, the thing that I like that, that people have said about him is that he is a good leader. And I hate when people say that about bad players, but I like it when people say it about good players. He's obviously, well, he's 34, 30, 33, 34, so he's been in the league for a while. Um, and I, I do think he's a guy that if I want, you know, the younger guys looking up to somebody, like, you know, sure, if somebody like Matt Niskin who's been in the league for a while and he's actually been good in the league, versus somebody like McDonald who has been terrible and his only redeemable trait is that he's a nice guy. I don't. I don't
3: think he earned the the title traffic cone in his tenure in Washington. So that's a plus. That is a plus. That I is mean,
0: a plus. Yeah. Although it's less likely to be used elsewhere because they don't use orange jerseys. So. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. Although Paul, you're a Capitals fan. Um, <laughs> your no. your time since you have moved to Washington to become a Capitals fan. Uh, <laughs> Oh, well. How much how much of of him did you see down in Washington? He's not actually a Capitals fan guys, we just like to bust his ball since he moved down to Virginia.
3: Uh we just need to ask Mr. Horn this question. Mr. Oh. Horn? Horny? Mm-hmm. Horny.
1: Horn.
0: Ah, oh, you ruined it. Alright. Yeah, all, right,
1: all right, all They're right, just, now, Justin, yeah, Braun. I mean... Justin
2: Braun. Justin Braun. <laughs> yeah. Just,
0: <laughs> there he <just> is. <laughs> um Braun. yeah, so we acquired Justin Braun from San Jose for a second and a third pick and Two separate year drafts. I don't fucking care about them. Um, yeah, Justin Braun, eh, 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 probably an Miss? overpayment in the trade.
1: Yeah, uh, that's but, the thing that,
0: bother, but that bothered But it is an upgrade me. over Andrew McDonald.
1: Yeah, as this thing that's bothered me is that they overpaid for somebody like Braun. Yeah, they overpaid draft for picks? a third pairing. Yeah, and, and I get wanting to trade draft picks. I'm in that boat. Um, at this point, like, we're, we've are we drafted for so long, I'm ready to trade draft picks for good players. That doesn't necessarily mean f- start throwing away draft picks. Start overpaying, like, oh, we yeah. need to get Justin Braun for whatever reason, take a second and a third, because no one else is going to pay that for him. Yeah. Um, like, if we're going to give away draft picks, I want it to be for better players at this point, and I don't mind trading draft picks, I just don't want to... Hand them out like they're pink starbursts. You
2: just don't want to trade your second and third for Andrew McDonald's, is what you're saying. Exactly. But yeah. this is better than Andrew McDonald, so. Oh.
1: I that won't one. say arguably, but not—he's you know—he's better than McDonald, but not by a whole lot.
0: Right. You're not. You, the point is, this doesn't matter. Like, forget about Braun himself. You don't want to pay a second or a third for a third pairing defenseman.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, the—I mean—I think we all kind of agree on that. I don't think really need to think we need to talk about him. Our side yeah. notes to those both those moves, by the way, were, and and then um, the slash trade that the Flyers made uh, this off season, other than picks for picks and stuff like that, because they did make uh, a couple pick trades at the draft and stuff like that. Um, Ryan Hartman, the all the rights to Ryan Hartman to Dallas for uh, Pitlick. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, I Pit- mean... Pitlick, uh, I, 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 who, who,
1: who? If we're gonna talk about that move, I mean it. Pitlick is definitely not, like, Hartman could have potentially filled your third line winger scenario, like, switch between third and fourth. I don't think Pitlick can do that, although, I don't know, he did play, he is more of a centerman, and I, they're, I guess they're going to try to use him as wing at wing at this point. Um, yeah, but it's like you said, it's it's really, it, it's, it's a minor cap move to save us some cap space. I was kind of liking Ryan Hartman, but... It's did he sign like with
0: he perv- I forget. Did he sign back with Dallas or did he go elsewhere?
1: No, he went to Minnesota.
0: Minnesota. Thank you. I had to, yeah. to find them. I had to find. I forgot to put down this thing because he got overpaid like crazy.
1: Yeah, he did. He got like two point three something. No, I he think. got over
0: three. Yeah, pretty sure. Did he? Yeah. Uh, Ryan he got Hartman. Over three.
1: It's definitely an
0: overpayment. Oh me. no, no. I'm sorry. That's a total contract. Three point eight was his contract total contract. To say it was 1.9. Gotcha. nine. Two years uh, in Minnesota. Yeah, actually, that's, that's not large. bad. Uh, you know what 2. I think 9? the worst part of this trade is? We traded for a guy whose name is Pitt Lick. What what is what is he making? Like a mill?
1: So you mil. save yeah. nine hundred thousand uh, Yeah, well you save like... I remember somebody one of the one of the um Twitter guys, I think it was Charlie O'Connor, he kind of broke it down as a weird move because it didn't end up saving them that much money. Or no, yeah. it wasn't this trade, it was the buyout of um who's that defense? Schlemko, David Schlemko. Yeah. They bought him out and they could have just buried him in the AHL and they're buying him out to save. It's like 300k this year, but the next year you have to pay a cap hit.
0: Well, no, this year they're paying him 900 thousand dollars this year and 600 thousand dollars next year. That's how yeah, the, but if you buried him
1: the... in the but if you buried him in the AHL, you'd only be paying like I think it was like 1.2, 1.2. Yeah. yeah, and then that's it. So you're only paying 300k more <laughs> this year.
0: I, I who knows? It could have been a roster. It's, a, it's a
1: weird It could have be been, been a roster spot thing,
0: though. It could have been a roster spot thing.
1: They got plenty of roster spots, though. Well, like,
0: AHL roster spot. Maybe, but I don't know. It's, it was just Well, a weird considering move. what they, what else they did signing wise, but we'll, we'll get to the signing wise. What? Who made things yellow in the dock? Why do you gotta be that way? <laughs> um, stop messing with the just dock just while we're doing just
2: this. Not be able to see that.
0: Yeah, well, we're going. <laughs> to. All right. So uh, the signings uh, slash resigns. We already talked about Kevin Hayes. Uh, re- resigned uh, Travis Sandheim for two years, three point two five AAV. Good term, good year. Um, it's a bridge deal, classic bridge deal. We'll see what happens with that. Um, praying
1: for a long term contract with him. Yeah, Absolutely praying. But I really he wants to. For he, three years. he wants to bet on himself, and that's yep. fine. And the you know.
0: Yeah, that's, that's that rate, that's, that's a good. It's a good bridge deal. Yep. Um, then the one that was yellowed out in my Google Doc is Brian Elliott, one year, two million dollars. It's not a bad contract. Who cares?
1: It's not. It's one year, but I I heard that they wanted to keep Talbot, but Talbot still wanted to be like a starter, which I mean he's not, but he wants to be. Did so, he like, just good with Calgary? He did sign. I think he signed in Calgary now. Yeah. Like he's their starting goaltender now. So he they got have British. I don't know.
0: I I don't know. Um, and then we also I mean, signed. That's good. Maybe we will do like to a one A, one B. Yeah. And then um, we signed a bunch of like borderline AHL players: Tyler Wotherspoon, Andy Walensky, Nate Prosser. Um, I'm gonna skip you're that guy. Just, yeah, you're
1: literally just make it up
0: names. <laughs> Kyle, Chriskulo, Chris Bigra, uh, Andre, Andre, Andy Andriov, Jean Francois Barube. Um, and Ooh. then this guy I want to talk goalie, about. Right? Yeah, he is. This guy I want to talk about for a second, Curtis Gabriel, who is uh, most famous for injuring Nolan Patrick last season. So, yeah, glad Great we got time. him. Glad we got him.
3: Can't wait well, till he's there. On the same team. You can't injure your same. Player. Tell that that's the Radco Gudis. <laughs> Tell that the Radco Gudis. That's,
0: that's why we got rid of him. And then you get one back. <laughs> <laughs> um and not wait till December when he gets caught up because somebody gets injured now if you guys so uh, out there have listened to our previous podcast which you probably haven't um, and you listened to our uh, armchair GM you would have noticed that there are a couple players that we didn't talk about that should have been resigned by now that haven't uh, uh, the biggest of of the four is uh, ProVrov followed by Travis Konechny, Scott Law and, and Nick Abe kubel um, why haven't
1: they got to do it? I think provrov probably wants more than he's worth. He's probably going over trying to get over eight. Um, you know, if he can get it, good for him. But I think Chuck obviously wants to keep that number in the yeah, sevens. No, that's nutty. <laughs> um, Travis Konechny, I don't know. I, maybe they're trying to, I don't know, maybe, maybe he's trying to go long term and they're trying to do a bridge deal or should, vice yeah. versa. Neither of them qualify for um arbitration, though, right? No, they're too young. No. Lawton not, does. Yeah, Lawton but, does, and he is going to arbitrate. Yeah, yeah, and that's fair. Of
2: right now, we have fourteen point nine mil in cap.
1: think they we have enough
0: we, cap to sign all four of these players,
1: because we can. And uh, if if we end up,
0: if Albe it comes Kubel down to it,
1: yeah, and and one of them has to go, and it's Aubay Kubel, I will not be upset. No. Like.
0: And the only reason why, like, I put Aubay Kubel down there is because he is a guy that does have a potential um to play significant minutes later down the road not not this year but later down the road as a forward for the flyers so that's why i put him in there um, but yeah hopefully um, the flyers can figure something out with provrov and we don't have a william nylander case on our hands where he sits out for half
1: the yeah season. i'm gonna be scared if they if he starts sitting out because then that's basic because you saw it with nylander like he. He finally got up to speed like near the tail, like the very tail end of the season. And by then, it was just too late. If
0: if the Flyers don't have a deal for two of the four players by August, I'm going to be worried. Yeah, I think well they'll they'll have a deal for Lawton once arbitration goes through. But I don't know when arbitration is.
2: But July
1: twenty, his is July twenty-nine.
2: Say you have six million dollars for those three players. Say Provorov gets eight, and you have six million left. You have T.K. Lawton.
1: You're going to need uh, to bridge – you're hoping Lawton is like 2 mil.
0: Well, you got to figure and... all day Kubel going to sign to a two, two-way two contract, so he's not going to count against that. So and... you're you're looking at TK and Lawton for 6 mil. Okay.
1: It's doable. It's and just, I it's
0: think just... Lawton wants like 3, 3.5, and, and the Flyers want to give him 2, 2.5. And, and then with TK, I, I think he's just kind of in limbo now where it's deciding what
1: happens. That's what Bro-Rob. scares me. I think Pro-Rob
3: drives that one.
0: Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: I, well, I, I think I think before the, I think before even Scott Lawton goes to to um, arbitration, I think they want to have Provorov signed so then they can figure yeah. out okay, this is how much we can give Lawton. Yep. This is how much we can spare for TK. But yeah, Provorov is probably holding up the other yeah. two.
0: But it's, in terms of Abe Kubel, like he's gonna have a two way deal. He, he's mo- he's gonna spend most of the season down in the AHL until there's like an injury and he needs to be called up or something like that. Um, and then um, going to the draft, uh, Flyers had a decent draft, uh, believe it or not. They did trade down in the first round, and then they passed Aided on it. They passed on Cole Caulfield because he's small, and Philadelphia hates small players um, for some it. reason. Don't, don't. <laughs> Horny is now the time. Um, they did draft a defenseman, Cam York, and on the coverage – they said his biggest weakness is his defensive ability, so that's great that we drafted a defenseman with poor defensive ability. And then in the second round, the Flyers got a really good steal, uh, Bobby Brink. And the reason why he dropped is because his skating technique is weird. It's 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 a little awkward, um, but it's, it does I, get uh, Both United on States Bobby. players, both both Americans.
1: I've been reading up on Bobby Brink, and it's... Sk- so you remember how we drafted Matthew, Matthew Strom a little bit ago, and yeah. um, they nobody... Everybody loved every aspect of his game, but everybody agreed that his skating was really bad. Yeah. With Bobby Brink, nobody says his skating's bad. It's, it's just awkward. like you said, it's weird. It's awkward. But it but it works. It's just as weird.
0: Yeah. And I think um, I think that's scary to a lot of pro clubs. I think that that's... was the first
1: pick of the night that I liked from the Flyers. I mean, granted, it was their second pick. I don't
0: hate Cam York. I just I don't know. when you have when you're looking for a scoring winger to put in your system. And there is the perfect scoring winger who plays a lot like this guy, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, named Danny Breer. Listen, um, just
2: because that's your sweetheart player.
0: That is my sweetheart player. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Devin, there's more There's Devin. more than one of us that like, actually all three of Listen, the main no, pod guys I, love Danny Breer. So you can shut no, your I'm mouth here. And, <laughs> and let me go <laughs> and say what I have to say, you son of a bitch.
2: But Devin's not here. <laughs> and I feel like Devin also hammered the point that we all of our young, def- like up and coming defensemen, are the now like, they're here. So we need, to, we do need to rebuild that defensive core a little bit.
1: That's a fair to get point. get Devin's I
2: mean, point in. So yeah, I mean that's
1: a fair a point, second. and I understand the draft pick. I get it; it makes sense. But I it it, grades out well. But call Caulfield. But call Caulfield. I want a scoring winger, a guy who unselfishly sh- or selfishly shoots the puck like nobody's business. And have that guy on the board. Yes, it's a risky move, but any like any player that I mean, besides your obvious like superstars, but really any player that's worth like like um, really really anything is a risky pick, except for you know your your top five picks. Right. First, Connor would've... McDavid's or Austin Matthews. Call I... Giroux is a risk, and look what he turned into.
2: True, and believe me, I would have rather have gone for a Caulfield. Especially because I not like I'm not against the defensive move. I get it. But to draft a guy like Drew said who his biggest weakness is defense. <laughs> like I what?
0: don't I don't want another ga- gossip bear. Like I love gossip spear, but I don't want another guy that you have to yeah. fucking groom into yeah. a defenseman who's already a defenseman. I I don't
1: you're right. I don't think you can have a team of Gossip Spears, but this move kind of I don't know. Depending on how he turns out, you could say that maybe they're trying to plan on trading Ghost. And then maybe not now, but in a couple years, you know, you're trying to manage your contracts and then you know, you're looking at Ghost and you're like, "Oh, well we have a guy in our system who plays like Ghost who's cheaper."
0: Yeah. I just So they're just...
1: trying to keep that offensive defenseman in the system and just make basically make it a player I guess they can rotate out.
0: I don't know, I'm still I'm still upset about them. Especially yeah. the fact
1: no. that he went to
2: Montreal kinda of sucks. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that's even yeah. worse that he went to Montreal. I
0: know, I know. Well now they get the revenge of a beer, I guess. Or something like that, I don't know. Um Polly, any, uh, any thoughts on the dress since me and Dalt kinda of yelled at each other for a little bit?
3: No, not really. I mean I <laughs> salt in the wound, we did pass over Caulfield twice.
1: True, Guys we traded down the... <laughs> we traded down. He was still on the board and I'm like oh.
2: nah.
0: Cam York, that's our guy. All right, let's uh, let's move on from that one trash fire into the next. Um, now, like I said, if you look at what the Flyers did in a small little microscop- microscopic thing, um, they they did make upgrades. However, if you open it up to the whole picture and you look at the rest of the Metro. Well, boys, things get a little rough because uh, we're going we're to talk about three main teams. We're going to talk about the Rangers, the Devils, and uh, the Penguins here. Um, the Rangers, um, of course, acquired Truba from Winnipeg for a bag of pucks. Um, and then um, they drafted uh, Capocacco, uh, second overall in the draft, which is really good. And then they did this thing. They signed this guy. I don't know if you've heard of him. His name's Artemi Panarin. I uh, signed him for seven years, eleven point six eight. AAV. Oh, he's a
1: superstar rookie coming in this year, exactly, right? Exactly,
0: that one. Yeah. He's going
1: to win rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Real quick, just because uh, Devin wrote this in here, he's got his take in here. He said, the Rangers are good, but it's not the end of the world. Their potential weaknesses there, especially if the King starts playing old. Uh, King being, of course, Henrik Lundqvist. Um, yeah, I agree. They've they've done their job to kind of put them at a position where they could possibly win now if their defense plays well enough. I don't know if Truba really solidifies their entire defensive core. One player usually does not I'm do not. that. Um, and if King can play to the, his ability, they can definitely make a run this year, but next year, the year after that, if King even makes a slip like this year, they have no goaltending. What, what's, their, what's their guy? Georgiev. georgiev well, G- the-
1: G- 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 Yeah,
0: Georgiev. Yeah, like, he played decent He's this the couple of games, but, you know, a couple games doesn't paint a whole picture, you know what I'm saying? My so, thing
1: with these moves is they might not paint a picture for them to win next year or even the year after, you know. And I'm not even factoring in him uh Henrik Lundqvist in anymore like he could play outstanding this year but I don't think that really takes the Rangers very far but a team like this you have a superstar winger you have Truba who's pretty good and now you just got drafted a guy who could have gone first overall because he's that good yeah that's an attractive team to free agents now you can replay you can start replenishing those holes in free agency in you know next year the year after to the point where okay now you're three four years down the line now they're a scary team again they're
2: gonna be it's it's all gonna happen all over where the flyers are gonna be like the bottom of the barrel team not the bottom of the barrel team but the flyers are gonna be just good enough to maybe make the playoffs but the rangers are gonna be a powerhouse
1: that's why i'm kind of like I, i like the idea that the flyers had where they you know they wanted to do a rebuild they want to acquire draft picks and get good through the draft and that's fine but it's really irritating to see all these other teams get really good really fast after they were just ass last year
2: yeah they're and i'm not, not expecting like said really good really fast but they're just making these they're big but they're very like
1: and thought out strategic
2: fun. moves yeah
1: and they're like- fun <laughs> like that's a, that's a, that's the other thing like this up uh, this method of fires have gone on Hopefully it pays off, because it, if it doesn't, I will
0: shoot myself. So, Because <laughs> so, uh, it is so boring. It's like watching
3: paint dry.
0: Paul, I want to let you go, but I want to say something real quick. Um, go the, ahead. the biggest question for the Rangers isn't Panarin or Jed or Trubo or even Longfist. It's their supporting cast. Because really, other than those couple players, they have Chris Kreider and an aging Kevin Shattenkirk. Zip. They lost
3: Hayes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're they're a team like that are like seemingly making moves for the now and of course the future with you know their young players, like Kako and That's all that. That's the thing, like you but, sign
1: something like Panarin, you're making a move, yeah, for the now, but you're also making a move for three four years. Okay. Down the but day. the
0: other thing, and again, Paul, I'm gonna let you talk in a second. I know I'm talking a lot. Uh, they still have eight million dollars in cap space, which means if they're a team that could make a run come deadline time, they can go get a rental. No problem, they can go get a rental. They got picks oh, to yeah. trade, too. All right, Polly. I hey. was
3: just going to say, when I, I see signings like this, like the Truba, or I guess they didn't sign them yet, but they traded for them. They got Panarin. They're, that, that's a roster spot that they did not want to bet on their own farm. They, they're betting on, and they're paying their superstars. You know, and true. I'm trying to look at the positive side to it. You know, the Flyers didn't do that because... We don't have seven years of a, a potential first liner, second liner player. You know, I think they're still betting on our farm guys, our development yeah. team.
0: You know, Trubu still doesn't have a contract.
3: Yeah, he's going for arbitration.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll they'll sign him.
1: I feel. Yeah, like. they,
3: they will definitely. Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, I mean. Right now, the Rangers don't scare me. They will in a couple of years. Um, and yeah, like you were saying, Paulie, they're they're giving somebody like Panarin money. That's obviously they're not betting on their own farm. But Panarin's young, and like I wouldn't—he's obviously not a prospect, but he's a young guy yeah. who is good now and will be good for the duration of that.
3: He's match. a difference maker for
1: exactly. any team he's on. Yeah. And I, I get the Flyers. Like, okay, Stan Pat, do your draft method thing whatever, but when you have guys like that on the market, and you're not even trying for them, like, that just sucks. Like, a guy like Panarin is somebody that I would mortgage a little bit of our future.
3: Yeah. And it, it I think it, it burns the worst because it was all metropolitan.
2: This no, was a I whole free
3: agency for the that's metropolitan. City, that's, yeah.
2: that's the biggest issue. Like, this wouldn't have been a huge deal if everything happened out west. would be like, wow, those guys are and making this, moves.
1: This, this, and then you know I, I, we move on to the Devils, I guess, because yeah. you know they they get Subin, they get I mean you know uh, they draft Jack Hughes, they do get Wayne Simmons, but I'm not even <sighs> focused on that. I'm just focused it's just so, like they sad. Got...
0: no, I want to talk about Simmons for a
1: second. We'll get to Simmons because I'm a, I'm on a roll right now. <laughs> All right. All right. They they get Subin, the the Rangers get Panarin. Right. These teams are getting fun players. It's yep. like I said, I've been so bored watching Flyers hockey for years now. I want guys who are fun, are difference makers, and it has been a very long process, and it better pay off. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, for the Devils, um, just to talk about quickly what they did, they uh, traded for Subban from Nashville to, for two bags of pucks. They, they paid a little bit more than what, what the Rangers did for Truba. Um, they signed... Wayne Simmons. Now I have to hate Wayne Simmons, and it makes me really sad.
3: Yeah. It Makes me really sad because I have a Nashville Predators Simmons jersey that he signed.
1: Wow, well, I have a Simmons jersey <laughs> from Nashville and the Flyers, so I, I will not I be do. getting a Devils one. <laughs> I <don't think laughs> yeah, I, I don't think
2: I have any still. I have a I
0: Subin Nashville shirt too. And then um, are they also drafted one. Jack Hughes. Um, now the thing about the Devils, they do have twenty million dollars in cap right now. They have some um, arbitration players to go out, like that they're dealing with. Um, now next year they have to sign Taylor Hall. Wayne Simmons was only signed to a one-year deal for five million. Nico Heisher needs to be signed next year. They have uh, three other uh, free agents uh, forwards, and then Andy Green, the defenseman, who's thirty-six, will probably. Either not be there or retire. Sammy Vatnan needs to be retired, uh, resigned. He needs to be retired. Um, <laughs> Corey Schneider's only signed till, uh, through 2021, 2022. And who knows how well he's going to play up until then. I don't think they're, uh, to Devin's point, again, he, he put it in here. He said the Devils are still not good, even with their great offseason. Uh, this year is not their time. What worries him is, uh, 2021 through 2026. And they are kind of, they're see, doing it in a fun way, what the Flyers did. See, I,
1: Actually, because Devin said they, they don't worry him now, they worry him later. But I could see – I'm actually more worried about the Rangers in 21 through 26 because every, like it seems like free agents just are attracted to the Rangers because it's New York. Who wants to go to freaking New Jersey? Like,
2: Yeah, I don't know. That's,
1: that's like definitely. 21 to 26, if if they somehow build an attractive team and players want to go there – they could be a scary team. Absolutely, Jack Hughes is
2: going to be a big part of that too. I yeah. Taylor
0: Hall, I mean. Jack Hughes, Nika Heischer.
1: If they if they re-sign Hall, that significantly raises their chances of being a scary team. That's
0: three first 20, overall 20, picks. Yeah, that's what.
1: I, yeah, that's that's a that's a deadly. If they can re-sign. Of
0: course, Hall. now we've learned from experience that first overall picks and a lot of them being on one team doesn't mean anything at minton. Um,
1: but I feel like <laughs> yeah. I feel like this might be like an exception because I think at the end of the day, when all of these players, you know, by the time Hughes and um, well maybe I'm thinking like by the time Hughes and um, who's the other one? He share reach their potential. Hall might be leaving his prime, but if you can get them right in the mix at the same time, it'll be so much different than when Edmonton had like now Yakupov because you actually have 3 good players in their prime. I think the worst one out of those 3 on the Devils right now might end up being He-Share. But he's already a pretty good player and yeah. he's definitely proven that he's a lot better than like that, than, you know, a couple first overall picks.
0: Now Yakupov.
1: Now Yakupov. I always yeah. rooted for him in the worst way. I wanted to see him succeed not as a first overall pick by, you know, but like when he's when he signed with Colorado and he was like you know, getting paid a mill. I'm like, I hope he like sticks in the league somehow and does okay as like a third third uh third line guy. Never did. He's garbage.
0: Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> it was rough. It was rough.
1: I heard it was all his effort too. Like he just never really tried in this league. He was good enough to be like a second or third line guy, but he just got discouraged and then fell off. And it just kept happening, so then no team wanted him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think uh, Heischer's that kind of player. I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah, no.
1: I think now Yakupov's your weird example that everybody will talk about forever.
0: So any other uh, thoughts on the Devils? Nope.
3: Not really. I was trying to look at Heischer and Patrick. You know, they were both, you know, pick one and pick two. Yeah. Heischer's got a better point stack up he had fifty points his first two years and Patrick had thirty points his first two years. so uh, I was wondering if they were gonna have like or use each other as a is a contract chip they I mean, could. A negotiating would, chip you know good and and Nico he's here, like I said, if he
1: ends up being the worst one of those three first overall picks that the devils have that's not that's not bad at all. I see him being if he doesn't live up to like his full prime he'd be like a 50 point guy which is fine right
3: you pay him as a 50 point guy exactly you no longer pay him as your first overall pick game changing you know what i mean yeah exactly exactly yeah you know, they they're trying to build their names for themselves and try to but that's why they're that's why i feel like now again it
1: it depends on how attractive they can make their team but i feel like um I feel like they've had much more success in the draft be- because they've had higher picks, at, le- at least from getting superstar players or higher-end players. I feel like the Flyers have gotten a lot of higher-end players, but then they have a lot of players who people think are higher-end players, and they're really just average. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, I, the Devils don't scare me, and I, I agree yeah. with Devin. Devils don't scare me. Rangers don't scare me, and I like to think of yeah nobody we coming. were last year yeah coming coming start and we had a really good finish yeah coming coming into
1: this season you know both teams you're right don't scare me it's the future that scares me from both of them the rangers scare me more than the devils in the future but the devils could be very deadly if they make their team attractive in a couple years
0: yeah
1: so right now next season not worried
0: so moving on, uh, the Penguins, uh, they did they did some things and uh, they dumped a modest contract for uh, Calhoun. I don't even know who the hell that is. And um, they uh, they also uh, traded. That's what I'm looking for. That's the word. Um, they traded uh, Phil the Thrill to Arizona for Uh Golchenyuk. Um, I'm getting
1: a Phil Kessel jersey from Arizona. One of the, one of the old, one of the old jerseys, like the, I don't the know if they the, the black. The Kachina yeah. jerseys? If they oh, make a yeah. shirt. I'm not going to get a jersey because they're expensive, but I will get a shirt, a Kachina <laughs> shirt of Kessel. If they, if that exists.
0: That's fair. That's fair.
1: That, that is a sexy jersey to see Phil Kessel in.
0: Yeah, and that is. It would be nice. <laughs> and, uh. Yeah, I think I think that's an upgrade for the for the Penguins in the long run.
1: Yeah, but I the, if Dev, they
0: re-sign him because he's only he's only signed through this year. So
1: Dev put it down a good point. They're beatable. The Penguins no longer are the powerhouse they once were. No, I
0: mean with Matt Murray um, in that, you don't know if it's gonna be which Matt Murray you're gonna get. Are you gonna get the Cup yeah. run Matt Murray. You're just gonna get the guy that played last year, who was eh?
1: their defense is awful. Um, yeah, their forward core. I mean, it's They're I mean still it's still really Crosby and Malky. 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 Still we Crosby
0: and good old of Evgeny monkey boys. Uh, they got Gensi and Hornfisky. And, uh, they, just need to,
1: they just need to get, get Tucker in there. Tucker Rask.
0: Tucker Rask. Tucker yeah,
1: They still have a deadly forward core because yeah. they have those two guys. But their defense is trash. Their yeah. goalie, you're right. You never know what you're going to get with Matt Murray. Yeah. So they're not scared.
0: Um, they don't scare. The rest of the Metro didn't really do a ton. Carolina did, like, a few things, but nothing to, like, be overly excited about. Uh, Columbus signed uh, Nyquist. I didn't even know that they signed Nyquist. I uh, feel so...
1: bad for Columbus. I know. They I don't. real
0: It just goes I mean... to show that nobody wants to go to Ohio except for, apparently, Gustav Nyquist. Yeah, true. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's just... Like...
1: Go ahead. I feel like that's probably the most they were going like he was going to get from a team. That's why he went.
0: To yeah. This. yeah. 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 Five point five. And clearly, had the
3: money.
0: <laughs> well, they have nobody else. Um, yeah. <laughs> they they have Hollow as their goalie now. Um, the Islanders signed uh, Varlamov. because uh, they lost uh, laner. Um, so yeah.
1: It's, I mentioned this before the before we recorded, but uh, I'll obviously mentioned now. That's actually a sneaky good signing. I mean, it we're is. talking about all the other good signings from. Um. You know, the rest of the teams in the Metro, I kind of forgot about Vermamo That's that's sneaky good.
0: Yep. Um. So moving around the league, we're just going to go over some signings. Uh, Bobrowski signed with Florida for seven years, $10 million AAV. Uh, Pavelski to Dallas for three years, $7 million AAV. Uh, Duchesne, the National, seven years for $8 million. Um, Nyquist, I said, to Columbus, four years, 5.5. 5. Zuccarello to Minnesota, five years, $6 million a year. Um, and then uh, Tyler Myers to Vancouver, five years, $6 million at least um, the
1: Flyers aren't paying them.
0: That's correct. Um, so we gotta we gotta go a little bit faster here, but I wanna we want to talk about contracts and like around that um, that cost for Kevin Hayes. You got Dushane. All right, sorry, uh, Pavelski. I want to talk about first at seven million dollars. The Reason why he gets seven million dollars because he's older. Um, he's looking for a team that could possibly win this year, and that's Dallas. Dallas can certainly do that, especially if Ben Bishop plays the Calgary. I mean, he and he was also did.
1: looking for money too. <laughs> yeah,
0: everybody was freaking out about. Shane only getting $8 million in Nashville, but the thing you have to remember is that Tennessee, there is no income tax, so he doesn't need to make as much to make the equivalent. Does that make Not sense? only that,
1: they he wanted to go to Nashville. Like that is also he's, true. It, he's been shopping houses in Nashville. Like it, it, that, was very, that was a very easy contract for Nashville. Yeah. I will say, however, and I just thought of this randomly, maybe this is the life isn't fair thing, but I also think that should the NHL comp like like kind of like compensate for the fact that some teams just have no state and income tax? No. Like, like I, I do feel like that sometimes like
0: no because Canadian and, Canadian teams have to pay in Canadian dollars. That's fair. Regardless, I, I was just of of a curious thought.
1: I mean, I'm I, it doesn't matter to me either way. I'm just right. going to throw it's that out
3: there advantage for one set of team like one team. To have a different standard to the other, I get it, but I feel like it's such a huge can of worms. How do you regulate?
1: that? Yeah, it? how do you write that? You, and you, I'm you, all for the "life isn't fair" motto
0: too. You can't, Chaos. you can't regulate <laughs> it because, like, if you're an American playing in like Toronto, you're losing 30 cents to the dollar when you exchange it. Yeah, right now. Yeah, no, so. that's,
1: that's that's a good point. I just wanted to throw that out there, but it, it honestly doesn't matter to me.
0: However, if you're a Canadian playing in America, you're gaining 30 cents to a dollar when you exchange it. So good for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're just going to go over a couple of trades um, real quick uh, Chicago acquired Calvin DeHaan from Carolina for um, well trash uh, Carolina then acquired Eric Holla from Vegas for a sandwich um, the Sabres uh, the Sabres acquired Colin Miller from Vegas for some picks um, and then the, the kind of the, the biggest trade um, in the offseason so far is uh, Colorado acquired Kadri uh, and like stuff um, from Toronto for Tyson Berry and Alex Kerfoot and both uh, Kerfoot has uh, resigned with Toronto so that's a big, big move for Toronto. They're trying to, they're trying to free up cap space. So, free up cap space, get better defensively. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a good I move. I mean, for that's,
1: Toronto. I, I, yeah. I mean, Cadre was always going to leave. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a fine move, frees up cap space, yeah. and it'll be worth it if they can get, um,
0: they can resign Warner. Yeah, you know who's, uh, still really hurting right now, for cap hmm. Vegas.
3: Oof. Are they still over?
0: They're still over. They were not prepared for the cap not to be $83 million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll figure it out, you know. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Yeah, they're sitting... Their projected cap hit right now is $85 million.
1: I made... I made, I actually made a point the other the other day on Twitter because we, we see all these trades that you have going on for trash, for a sandwich, for whatever. Yeah. PK Subin got traded for pretty much nothing. But it, it brings another, like... Val- like a valuable asset to the table, and that's cap space. So many teams will trade big contracts for nothing to open up cap space. Yep. The thing with Nashville, they didn't just trade P.K. Subin for nothing just to get, like, just for because they wanted what the Devils were selling them. They wanted to get that contract off the books so they can now sign Duchesne. And that's what's valuable to them. I made a point on Twitter saying, you know, it would be interesting to see what these, quote unquote, superstar players go for in a no cap league, because somebody like Subin would bring in a lot, a lot more than he got. And I'm not advocating for a no cap league. I'm just curious as to what those trades would look like. Um, because I, I, I think a, you know, a cap league brings another, brings a level of fairness to it, parity, and a yeah. Parody. yeah, exactly.
2: Kush, you, you just love Chaos, dude. I,
1: I, I love it so much. But I'm not advocating <laughs> for this wanna,
2: one. I'm I not advocating for this bad, one. I, swear.
1: <laughs> I just would like to see what happened, But I'm not necessarily advocating because I do like how cap space now becomes a valuable asset. And teams can use that g- going in like the Devils did, going into a trade like that. And say, yeah. okay, we have this that we can give you, but you're after cap space. And, we and also give it, keeps that.
2: The, it keeps the players kind of in check too a little bit. Like A little bit, yeah. You can't. But you're definitely the guy that goes into the NHL GM mode, turns off cap space, turns off <laughs> offsides.
1: Uh, see, GM mode is too boring for me. <laughs> oh.
0: Uh,
2: oh,
1: I'm
0: the guy who turns off offsides. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, oh uh,
0: I. Right. We can open up that can of worms again, or not nah, nah, really God, we're we're already like reaching the end. Move it <laughs> on. Yeah, so uh, we got an email, boys. Um. Buddy Cuss, longtime listener. Uh, thanks for sending us emails. Um, the emails. The 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 big thing was uh, that he absolutely loved the debate on the rules last podcast, um, and he's got some input and some questions. So, uh, so first, he was reading through the rule book, uh, like a nerd like myself, like me, uh, like Drew, uh, and came across his uh, favorite rule: uh, arguing with the ref. Um, now, there's like five or six, you know, different things like bang on the boards, profane language, you know, basically just on sports and my conduct, that kind of things. Um, and the, but one specifically says any player who challenges or disputes an official can receive a minor penalty. And uh, so he says. So he asks. Now I, I know they don't call this a lot, but is there a reason for it? And th- the reason is just to keep keep a hold of the game. But you you got to let a player voice his opinion. You know, if you if you throw a guy in a box every single time he questions something, well, guess what? 18 players are gonna be sitting in a box on either side of the team.
1: Yeah, and I mean that that's that's the one thing you get. I mean, first game you put you start enforcing that rule, you'll get that. And I think eventually over time, players would, I guess, calm down. But that would suck because, A, I love chaos. B how, is this rule, <laughs> B, how is this rule like actually written? Is it says, like, is it may receive or does get one? I'm pretty think, sure. I'm sure it's – I actually don't have the rule in front
0: of me. Because I, I actually like
1: the, the disparity on this. Like, you know, I, I'm a guy who – like's consistency in rules and i guess something like this is a little un- inconsistent it's i think
0: it comes down to how judgment.
1: how far is too far
0: before they give a minor penalty but it depends I on do, the on the use of, like what kind of profanity they're using cuz obviously yeah. they let f bombs go like a lot but like if you're using derogatory terms if you you know going over the top yeah. with things if you're just like if you get warned and you don't stop because there's a lot of warnings that go on i'm sure yeah
1: I, I like that part of of the NHL, the players can voice their opinions. I like
2: that firsthand. I mm-hmm. just realized that we witnessed that rule being used firsthand at by, a Wesley game
0: by this <laughs> by one of the guys in this podcast. Uh, Kush uh, told a ref to Hell get yeah, the fuck out of my yeah, face, yeah. and then got an additional two. <laughs> I got an additional two minutes for that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Fair, he would not leave like... me alone. I was in the box at that point. I was like, a fine." I I slashed a dude. Whatever you you got me in here, and he kept trying to like. Asked me why I was mad, and I'm just
0: like, "Cause I'm mad." Leaving the fuck He's like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah. No, it comes down to the referee's judgment. It's basically it's there to keep the game from getting out of control, um, and it's not there to overly police things. Because if it was if it's like he said where technically a guy can be like that wasn't me you can get a penalty technically you know what i yeah, mean like, and that that
1: would i feel like it takes yeah. an element out of the game of hockey that i like i do like that players can voice their opinions
0: right it's not like the nba where you, think... where you go like what the fuck teed up
1: you know yeah and and i feel and i feel like um the rules only there to you know you have the rule there just in case somebody takes it too far and then you could be like all right well that's
0: a penalty it's it's the let's not start a riot type of thing exactly yeah let's let's i'm let's, fine with i'm
1: fine with the in like the in the in the, the use the consistency yeah because it's not really ever called that much
0: it might be the, like the only role in the nhl that actually like is useful and smart
1: yeah because every time i've seen like i've actually like seen like i guess it's when they call it it's unsportsmanlike contact yeah. or yeah. conduct Whenever that's been called, typically I haven't been mad about those calls. No,
0: usually it's – I'm sure there's – sure
1: you know, I'm sure if you scroll through my Twitter, it might say otherwise. <laughs> True. But typically if I see one of those calls, I'm just like, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this next one uh, – now luckily we have uh, a goalie in on this uh, episode of the pod. And that being myself, no, uh, being Paulie. Um,
3: I was about to say, "Toot your own horn." <laughs> <Yeah>. Well,
0: <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily call myself a goalie, as I'm a minor inconvenience for the puck going into the net. <laughs> I, I filled in for for a game.
3: <laughs> yeah, did you did you
0: finish that game?
1: Nah, Exactly. I ran, out of, um, ran out of oxygen. Yeah, that's a hard
0: position. I do not envy that position. Yeah, imagine being my size and doing it. All right. so <laughs> Cuss then writes. Second, I was always curious uh, about line changes. So we know that normally, normal players line change all the time. But what happens if the goalie has to line change uh, during the middle of the play before a stoppage? Well, it, it did happen, like a long time ago, in like the late '80s, early '90s, with uh, the Penguins. Um, they did that, and the reason why it doesn't happen is because you're bringing in a fresh goalie on the fly. You're wearing out your goalie by having him hustle to the boards, and then having the next guy hustle, and it, it just doesn't happen because there's.
1: Yeah, and then like mid-line change if the puck gets turned over, and then the yeah. guy's looking at an empty net, like.
0: Yeah, it's 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 an odd rule. It makes sense that it's there because why would why why shouldn't goalies be allowed to change? But, uh, Pauly, if, if you and George were dressed for a game and you started and I said, Polly, change him up, how would you feel about that?
1: <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Chaos. Let's go, baby. Yeah, <laughs> right up <Coast> Alley. <laughs> That reminds me of the uh, one time that we were playing. We were last. We're taking a face-off in the offensive zone. There's eight seconds left in the second period. It's the, the, third. It the, the third. It was the third. It was the third period. It was the third period because we went to overtime.
0: We went to overtime. The game was tied. We oh, went was... to overtime. I tried to push for the game-winning goal. No, either way, it was tied. Did and... we
1: lose? But you never told us. The I told Delisa. To I, I turned around. I'm like, the the net's empty? Like, What is he doing? He <laughs> should have won the face-off. We wouldn't have had an issue. Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Win every single time. I would have maybe you know focused just a tad bit more if I knew we didn't have a freaking goalie.
0: Yeah. So then.
1: <laughs>
2: the Dougie P, like, oh no, we go for it on fourth down. Oh yeah. Oh
0: <laughs> all yeah. Of a sudden,
2: it's like, oh shit. <laughs> it's, everything
0: was fine. We won an overtime, I think, or shootout or something like that. It was fine. Um, I lost my train of thought now because you got me all.
1: Yeah, you all, were saying something important. All the
0: stuff. I know. I know. Just keep trying to read. Yeah, it's something about goalies and stuff like that. Don't don't change him on the fly. It's just weird. Although like if a goalie has got a shit like just just wait for the stoppage to <laughs> change at the stoppage like there's no you reason. You want to talk about Luango for a second? No. Um <laughs> he retired Good for him. I owe Devin five bucks. Yeah, I see. And um, you, were, you were also wrong. Nah, i was never wrong. Well, um, we got to
1: focus on that part.
0: Nope. Uh, So, I still predicted <laughs> I still predict Stanley Cup champion at the, the yeah, end of the season. You didn't
1: predict retiring, so... Oh, okay. Hmm. Mm.
0: You know, technically, if he comes out of retirement <laughs> they... and plays one game, I still win the bet.
1: Yeah, do you think that's happening? Nope.
0: <laughs> 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 no, I do not think that. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, He then writes, third, I was curious as if they were actually allowed to review an icing call. No, they're not. They're allowed to discuss it and reverse it. They're allowed to, to discuss... Like, the refs and linesmen are allowed to discuss it and and reverse it, but that's about it. There's no video review or anything can, like that. Can you
1: this. imagine if there's video reviews for icing oh calls? Every god. time there'd be an icing, they'd be like, Oh, we gotta we gotta video review of this. Oh god, I would I would <laughs> lose my mind. Um Like I'm fine like I think Dev brought this up the other week, but I'm fine with like if a ref gets a call wrong or something like that, I'm fine with the chaos that ensues afterwards and it's yeah. so much better than sitting through a five minute video review.
0: Human error is okay sometimes. Unless it it's is. intent to blow the whistle. Then it's always wrong. Um, yeah. and then he says uh, "Last, what do you guys think about the role in kicking the puck in the net personally I think whoever the puck goes in off of whatever um, the deflection of the stick or body piece or whatever if it's in front of the net and the defender has your stick tied down and you kick it in I don't see why that can't be a goal as long as you're not throwing a fastball at the goalie with your hands lol um, <laughs> if you want to watch somebody kick something in a net
3: watch soccer I was just about to say did he write this email like after a goal was disallowed in a game with him or see i feel like i
1: feel like the 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 goals that go off skates they are very lenient with it like it has to be a obvious motion yeah and i'm fine with that i'm also fine like I, i kind of saw it you know when i first read that i'm like maybe they should allow you know kicks because that's more goals but you know jordan um when we were talking before brought up a great point that it is kind of a safety issue i guess if you have guys like you know
0: with these kit razor kind of blades kit. on their feet, yeah, throwing I mean, it kit. in the air.
1: I don't know. I, I can kind of go either or on that rule, but the way it is right now, it's actually one of the I, one of the few rules that gets kind of called correctly. I won't say a hundred percent, but most of the time, yeah, they it stands as a goal unless it's an but obvious. They remember the movie. playoffs a couple years
0: ago when was it Brian Bickle for Chicago headbutted the puck in
1: see i would have loved for that to count i could i thought it was
0: gonna count at first and then i was like well i mean he directed it in with not a stick but that was funny so that's that was amazing it was was so funny it it was
1: labeled i remember it was labeled the greatest goal that never existed
0: (laughs) it was so it was it was an overtime they ended up winning the game anyways but it was just it was was such a good goal it was so funny (laughs) <laughs> I remember watching that live, like, oh my god, I don't See, know what's I about love to happen. for shit like that. That's man. chaos, that's that, cool. Yeah, that is,
3: that's Although, amazing. it is
0: pretty dumb to just start headbutting everything.
1: And, I, but I don't think, how often would that happen,
3: you know? Like, I so, know. I will say this, I was playing a roller hockey game, after that goal was disallowed, and go figure, a puck went up in the air, it was like a pop fly, right in front of the net, and I went and headbutt the puck in, and the ref... Waved it off right away. No goal. <laughs> I was it's like, like I've, see, I've seen oh, this one before. <laughs> it, was like, it was like just like one series ago. It was. I was like, oh, I can't get away with it. You yeah, wouldn't think it happened often, but it happened twice. Yeah, he definitely was
1: week. watching that series. If he didn't watch that series, he'd be like, whoa, I don't know.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> that's, that's exactly how men's league
1: roller hockey works. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's why I could never make it at a ref, because every time the puck would go in the net and be like, Go. Yeah! Go. go.
2: <laughs> Chaos!" I would actually love to see Kush as a ref. Oh, it,
1: it would not be pretty, I guarantee you. I wouldn't,
0: because he was ref in a game that I'd play. I get a penalty for nothing.
1: No, oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. You know what? You're you're terrible. You'd kick me out of the <laughs> game if
1: I was coaching. But me? Yeah. I don't know. You create chaos. You'd be
0: creating chaos. It's true. You're yelling at at me the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm proud of the fact that I've never gotten kicked out of the game. I've come close, though. Um, and I'm sorry. I'm dying. Uh, Lastly, he says, uh, you guys made awesome points about all the rules and changes that could possibly be made. (laughs) I 100% agree with it the. It intent- was loaded early. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know <where> <laughs> I mean, <in. laughs> he says. He then says, "I 100% agree with the intent to blow the whistle." Uh, drew on how they need to just use what's on their hand and blow. Um, hmm. All refs should be good at blowing, anyways. There it is. Um, he then says, "Either way, I think Dalton makes a great point." Are
3: you?
0: <laughs> Dalt, you we know. rehearsed this. Let's try it again right from the top. He says, I think Dalt makes a great point.
3: That's uh, not happening.
0: All right. <laughs> About offsides, it should be called, especially from a defensive standpoint. Um, Kush.
3: Need offsides, need
0: it. Offsides needs to happen. Kush.
3: You
2: need it.
0: Okay. A, I have a rebuttal for this because he Don't says. Don't review it.
2: Don't review no. it. But just you need it. Like, admit you need it. <laughs> He yeah, then, then says, one, one... I
0: think once you take it out, you're basically playing roller hockey and it's no longer dump and chase. Uh, and for the check, back, check. Ho- what? And the four check, back, <laughs> check hockey. <thought> I... <laughs> Where's I th- our editor? <laughs> I, think I, I think I just had a stroke. <laughs> and chase, four check, back, check hockey it will ruin the game and cause three dudes to just be sitting at the other face <laughs> off dots right. before it's even in their zone. Two rebuttals to this. Okay, One, dump and, dump and chase hockey sucks
1: ass. Two, it two, no. we'll <laughs> at the other face. I'm sorry, go ahead, Dolph.
2: Dump and chase hockey isn't fun. It's, that you're right about. It's not it fun. But it's teams, not fun and exciting to watch. I've,
1: I've watched a strategy. The, <laughs> it's a strategy, but I've watched the Flyers for the past five I years use? overusing it. Yeah, You've Every watched a bad example—that's
2: the problem. <laughs> yeah, if you, the four
0: check- four change, teams, <laughs> if you watch good
1: forechecking teams,
0: if you watch good forechecking teams, like, oh, that's oh, how sure. it should be done. But it, when you got yeah. when you got the flyers saying, "Oh, no, you got to get pucks in deeps," there, bud, you got to get pucks in deep, get oh, pucks on do. that, and Every then they play. They but jump they they don't win the puck battle. So what's
2: the fucking point? Do something no, different. when you watch re- like good quality hockey teams, yeah, there are teams that move mm, the puck.
1: Maybe, maybe that's my problem. Yeah. I mean you're watching players, you know, you're watching I the, the wrong
2: product you're just so used to the boring lifestyle of being a flash fan but it's no there there is a right way to do it and i get that it's not a fun way of hockey but it's uh what's your that other sounds point? like that, sounds, that,
1: that, that <laughs> it sounds like an old that sounds like some like an old guy like it's might not be the fun way, but it's the
0: right way.
2: All right, I didn't just say that. let <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing wrong with a good breakout and good passing. And, you listen, know I, mean? I
0: love flow and like, like, yeah. like Russian old Russian style hockey, where like, you know, the Ball. North Americans were like beating the shit out of each other and the russians were just skating by everybody like that has it's obviously it a great it's beautiful to watch what's what makes hockey beautiful but you need to have the ground and pound the, the 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 gritty players to get in deep and you know get pucks in deep and bang the boards I'm, type I'm of shit i'm not saying get rid of those guys
1: what's, utilize what's really them. Different, okay. my other point was that he says you'll have you know, you'll have three dudes just be sitting at the other face-off dots but no professional coach would just say okay you and you just wait at the other I, end of the ice. We're going to play a guy or two down in the defensive.
2: You wouldn't zone. be standing there, but you would definitely have. There would be cheating going you'd
1: on. In a professional league, you'd have guys cheating a little bit. I know this because in roller hockey, I cheat a little bit. Little. But it's, but it's fun, and you can't deny that. But have you ever seen an example where we were like, all right, Kush, you're just going to wait in the offensive zone and we're gonna play yes. down a man in the defensive zone. No, i've done i've done that bigger. no you've told me to wait no. at the red line i did yeah, i no. did other end of the ice. it's true no
2: no there's there's a huge difference between what you can get away with in on the professional level and what i mean you see in rec leagues and stuff like that but <clears throat> no i think if you were to get rid of it entirely you would definitely see different strategies and play styles of all right there's going to be a guy entering the zone just behind the, like jumping the defense basically to try and split passes it would just be tough it would just be tough for the defense that's all it would be it would be it would be really hard for
1: for defense like, as as, yeah oh yeah it would be <laughs> it would be awful they could be, be dumb see i i, I love it though cuz we're, we're both looking at it from different standpoints you're looking at it from the defensive standpoint which Obviously,
2: all size helps that.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at it from the forward standpoint oh, love, and the chaotic. No, thing. you're that, looking for a forward. Chaos.
0: You're looking for
2: no, chaos. You're not looking also, for. No, that's also that's... from a goalie standpoint as well. Because talk to any goalie, I'm sure they would approve. Oh, I'm sure. Right. I'm, sh- I'm sure.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure like ninety <laughs> percent of the goalies good. say bring back the two line pass. We don't
2: have those and long ass stretch refs. Oh, no no. <laughs> <fear that. laughs> Well, that's the I'll,
1: problem. though. I'll We're stay. not going to go I backwards. Don't think I don't nothing's going to go backwards. So whatever change
2: yeah. is probably going to be the new standard.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that offsides realistically, realistically will ever get removed. But I do love how it, it was brought up in the GM meeting. They said they had a brief discussion on it. So probably somebody, one of the I GMs, see them is like
2: fatter. I see them making like you only need. Part they of your body. Like, I see they need, to adjust it. It. Yeah, they I see need to adjust it. Yeah, they
1: obviously need to adjust it. But apparently, the removal of all sides was brought up in the the GM meeting. I can almost imagine one of the GMs is like, "What if we just remove it?" And then Gary Bettman was like, "Why don't you shut the fuck up?" <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that was the discussion.
0: Well, I would um, I would I would like to thank Cus for bringing us down that rabbit hole again. Uh- <laughs> well, I, I will
1: always I will always revisit that rabbit. Um, my favorite.
0: Cuss, thank you for sending in your email. We do appreciate it. It gives us a little bit more to talk about. Um, you know, For the rest of you out there, if you do want want us to uh, re, re, uh, you know uh, read the emails and answer questions, apparently I could talk today uh, very well. Um, you yeah, can send us an back, email. Yeah, yeah, before check, back, check something, check hockey. Um, you can uh, send us emails uh, to WizwitHockey at gmail.com. Um, I think, boys, I think that's all we've got for today. Yeah, that wraps it up. It was a good, good pod, good awesome oh, season yeah, we, we, we did some good stuff, you know. Um, again, congratulations to Devin uh, on this baby boy. A little ba- beautiful baby boy. And uh, yeah, thank you, uh, thank you, the uh, Dalton, uh, Polly, for coming in and uh, giving us some some other people to talk to other than just me and Ryan, because I'm sure that would be entertaining.
3: Mm. This was a borderline train wreck. This <laughs> <laughs> is just... chaotic. I love it. Coach uh... <laughs> she's like, how do we get one more guest yes. on here? <laughs>
0: If, if it was out the Kush, we'd have like twelve guests uh, at that's one too time. Much. You'd have
3: people talking over
0: each other,
1: and I'd probably be sitting here. I'd be sitting here on my phone the whole time. So.
0: you were sending Snapchats during this one.
1: I did. I'm glad you. Got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the hell is this? Like we're recording you. Ah. <sighs> Anyway, I almost forgot to say goodbye, everybody. So, yeah. Um, emails, you can send us uh, to hockey at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at whiz underscore wit underscore hockey. You can follow myself at drew 92 You can follow Ryan at his new Twitter handle, at SauceBoyKush. Um, just did that so he can mess with me. Um, you can follow <laughs> Daw- at Dottie boy 13 You can follow Polly at it me Polly with some underscores in between the it and the me and the Polly. Um, I forgot about that part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whew. I know a lot of a lot of words, um, but yeah, I've been Drew. He's been Kush. Uh, yeah, that, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. I had something to say. This is our twenty fourth. How do you forget <laughs> that I'm gonna say this and then you're gonna have something <laughs> to say afterwards? To
1: be, afterwards? be fair, you usually go to Dev
2: first. Is That's Dev
0: nice. here?
1: Thanks, Dev, for having a kid and screwing
0: it <laughs> <us> up. <laughs> uh, he he's been dull.
2: You know, I just. If you get rid of offsides and <laughs> no, we're back not four check, this. four check the back, 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 back. all that stuff I am going to be upset.
3: <laughs> he's been he's
2: been falling.
3: <laughs> Drew, How was your skiing trip? It was great.
0: I got to go. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Beautiful Uh, way to end it.